Andres Segovia Show. This is the Andres Segovia Show, and I am yours truly, Andres Segovia. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the program on this Labor Day. We're on to another new month, so you know what that means. It's the News Roundup, and I'm sorry I don't have a jingle yet, but I do hope to get one before the year is done. But my goodness, time is flying by so fast, isn't it? I, I didn't get to go on any vacation this um, this summer. Just been so busy firing on all cylinders, which is a good thing. It's good to be busy, better than being bored, I'd say. So I want to get into the news. Um, uh, but before I get into that, I should reiterate uh, announcements that I've been making in previous episodes leading up to what is now this month. And that's the two events that are happening uh, a couple of weeks apart at the Los Angeles Convention Center. The first being the Landlord Conference. That's how I call it, but it's the Million Dollar Trade Show by the Apartment Association of America. And it's an awesome uh, event. It's free. It's an all-day thing. Seminars everywhere. Vendors are there handing out goodies or some giveaways. You don't want to miss this. It's a place where whether you're into real estate, not into real estate, looking to get into real estate, where you can get learned as to what to do, what to expect, and what's changing in uh, the economic realm and also the legal realm because it's a great place for you to be up to date as to what's going on. That's why I try not to miss any of these events. It happens twice a year, this time at the LA Convention Center. So don't miss it. I'll leave links to this registration, including the next event and anything else I mentioned on the show notes of this episode at www.deandres.com. The next step, the next event coming up is the uh, Real Estate Imagined by the California Association of Realtors. If you're a member of said association like I am, then registration is free. But of the three days, only two are free. One is paid um, for brokers mostly. But uh, for those that want to pay a little extra to get some um, extra insights and master classes, then that's why it's the paid day. But the other two are free with an exhibit floor similar to the Landlord Conference. But... If you're not a member of the association, if you know somebody, they could probably get you in for free, uh, just one person for per one, or a nominal fee. I don't know if it's still 25 bucks, but you can definitely find out more at the registration link, once again, on the show notes accompanying this episode. So those are the two uh, announcements I wanted to make before getting into the news, and I do have another announcement or two at the end of the, the news roundup, so stick around for that. Okay, the news roundup. I got to be honest with you, this is my third attempt at recording this because I went on tangents, I went on rants, there's just so many different things that are going on in the news because August, I'd say, has been the most diverse month for news, but also the most downer of the month because everybody's had this whole recession thing in mind, this and that. Look, there's a reason I launched the Off the Record series because I have a lot to say about what the media, the mainstream media is putting out there regarding the narrative of the recession. But those comments I will leave for the Off the Record series. And if you're curious about that, you will learn more at the end of this of this podcast. But let's get to the news because I reorganized my thoughts better so I can fire off and tell you that I'm basically going to be reading more headlines than anything else because there's a theme to a lot of this, but there's also things that I want to expand on, which is why I'm trying to cut short and trying to devote time to some of these articles, because there are the obligatory articles of some markets doing better than the others. And that's the point that I want to drive home, that whenever you hear anything about the recession, that remember, 
this is not a housing thing. This is led by the trade war, mostly with China, but obviously we have uh, trade conflicts throughout the world. But the biggest one is between the United States and China. And if you are in industries that are affected by the trade war, then that's where you're feeling the pinch. This is not like the recession from 10 years ago of the Great Recession, where it was the housing collapse. That was a whole other thing. This is not the same thing, folks. And if you want to know more about that, I did an entire podcast based on that alone uh, that I go into detail about the recession and what caused it and why you shouldn't be concerned so much in this time around if you're getting into real estate. So check out that episode. Uh, If there's a recession, what does it mean for you? And you'll learn more about it. Okay, proceeding on. There is, remember, when there's some articles that are talking about, oh, yeah, you know, market's not doing too good. Remember, when you're taking a sample pool of houses that are worth 100,000 all the way up to 200 million, it's not the same thing. So let's get these negative titles out of the way. More signs point to a softer housing market even as mortgage rates fall. Remember, one size doesn't fit all but yes there um there are signs of this to be sure i'm not saying i'm not discounting that but the thing is if it was that much softer then this wouldn't have happened the super rich are selling stocks this article actually came out the day before the stock market started going down like by large numbers back in august 10th this article was from marketwatch.com the super rich are selling stocks buying properties and keeping cash ready cnbc um, had an exclusive look at the most expensive listing in America at $195 million, the Chartwell Estate in Los Angeles that was listed at the end of August. So if the housing is getting softer, then how are people still buying? Because they're buying in cash. And the super rich are not buying stocks. They're selling them off so they can buy properties up. So what's that tell you? That real estate is still the better investment regardless of the economic conditions. Okay, next one over. What's the other negative news? Americans are more in debt than ever. Experts say money disorders are to blame. The average American has a debt of $38,000 in credit card debt. Can you believe that? $38,000. That's crazy. This article is from CNBC.com as well. There's a lot of CNBC articles today. So that is crazy. And the thing is, back in December, the, the consumer debt reached $4 trillion dollars. We have a serious concern there, especially if this is making a comeback. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Mortgage market reopens to risky borrowers. This one I'm going to spend a little time on. This Again, Wall Street Journal. The risky mortgage is making a comeback. More than a decade after home loans triggered the worst financial crisis in a generation, the strict lending requirements put in place at, during its aftermath are starting to erode. Home buyers with low credit scores or high debt levels, as well as those lacking traditional employment, are finding it easier to get credit. The loans have been rebranded. Largely gone are the monikers Subprime and Alt-A, a type of mortgage that's earned the nickname Liar Loan because so many borrowers fake their income and assets. Now they are called non-qualified or non-QM because they don't comply with post-crisis standards set by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau for protecting borrowers from getting loans they can't afford. The subprime mortgage crisis that caused the Great Recession of the last cycle, that there were people that couldn't pay those those loans back. And if they're going to be borrowing to people that have problems uh, with spending, oh my goodness, I am so concerned. That is a concern. So we'll see how this pans out. We'll keep an eye on it. But uh, yes, even luxury home home builders, um, they have woes because the, there's fears of mounting U.S. slowdown. So luxury home builders are getting concerned. But hey, 
some of these expensive listings are still hitting the market so that's telling you they're still buying so it just depends on the region remember it depends on the region amongst all this negativity there is some positive news there are still housing markets that are booming in this environment there's a list of the top three that was listed by 24 7 wallstreet.com and they list out the three cities in from third to first lakeville minnesota Rawlett, texas and orland park illinois is the top three fastest growing housing markets um, of in the united states today also on the high list of cities that are still growing is uh, colorado springs in colorado is still a seller's market and demand is high and supply is low so that one is still growing so amongst all this negativity there is some positivity which is good to know Okay, let's proceed on to the next batch of articles because I do want to talk a little bit about the the homeless situation. And that is something serious about uh, like how to address it. And what's concerning is that homelessness is more most rampant in the rent control areas here in California. The worst case, and this is like almost every single uh, update that I do, there's always without fail a story about the homeless issue in san francisco san francisco has the highest um real estate cost housing affordability issue and also the highest rate of homelessness and the strictest rent controls in place go figure so this uh, the statistics continue to grow and this comes from foxnews.com which i'll leave a link to but i'm not going to read through it it's just pointing out that it is serious as a complement to this to this article is from the wall street journal talking about the cities of the biggest cities in california having to confront a defecation crisis because i did talk about in the previous uh, update of there's a poop patrol picking up the poo poo well that's what defecation crisis is talking about because san francisco on the list they actually develop an app called san francisco at your service there's a poop patrol of a five-person team that is picking up poop around the clock on sidewalks in san francisco and through the app you basically geotag where this thing is and they'll come to service that area also on the list is where this is being launched is los angeles los angeles is having that issue as well and i think that's actually really sad in me as well is what's happening in Sacramento, I saw a very sad story about um, a, a lady that owns a hair salon there for 15 years in Sacramento. This is the this is where our assembly uh, people and our senators meet, and they're just they're just oblivious to how to address this. And there's always ransacking, breaking in, burglarizing all the sorts into her hair salon. She's given up because she's tired of cleaning up and having to report to the insurance, cleaning up the syringes, the drugs, the defecation, and the broken glass. She says she's moving to Texas. She's leaving the state altogether. And that's very, very sad. Um, and it's just a serious issue that needs to be faced. And there just really isn't any clear solution as to how this is. Because the city, or at least cities, think that the best way to solve the issue is because they have a... If, if, individuals that are homeless have a home therefore all all criminal activity goes away because without a home you don't have it the, the situation isn't so much having a roof over your head it's about being able to land on your two feet and make ends meet and so that's how i approach it but i still believe that if there was uh, some form of of a place like a mission of sorts to be able to help people get on their feet instead of rewarding them for the living in such conditions that you keep handing out you're going to condition people instead of getting them on their two feet to go contribute to society again and that is the situation that's happening in california as well as most of all los angeles uh, there there was a, 
a few projects, and when I mean projects, apartment buildings that were being built and the city commissioned these to be developed, and they're being developed at the cost of an average of nearly $700,000 per unit. They had 72 new apartments built in the new complex in Koreatown, Los Angeles, and these are for homeless and low-income senior citizens. So 72, at least 72 individuals are going to get to enjoy one of these units. But what the criteria is, I don't know. Are they just being handed out or there has to be some uh, contribution as to to earn to keep the apartment? But knowing the rent control rules, once you get an individual in, having to deal with vagrants and people that are just uh, not taking care of the unit, forget it. It's done. They're going to be living for free. So that's why I'm like, I, I don't know know what best or how best to approach it i don't believe that giving a luxury unit is it a luxury unit this even though it's for low income yes because this they're going to receive a keys to one of the 72 new apartments complete with a fitness center in the heart of trendy koreatown who doesn't want one of those things people are killing each other trying to get a, a good rental rates in downtown los angeles and if they can't get one some people that don't have the means to be able to afford it are going to get to keep one so i don't know how this is all going to pan out i don't believe in handouts i do believe in helping people that are less fortunate so we'll see how this experiment continues all right next over um let's see the homeless 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 issue i think i covered all of those items let's move on to wrap this episode up by talking about a couple of uh, nonsensical articles because these are actually pretty silly and hilarious so here's a silly one this is from manhattan beach um there's a pink house this one you have to see okay there's a pink house in manhattan beach and someone was painting emojis on it and the neighbors are so angry that they're demanding the city do something about this. And I actually object to that. This is an individual's private property. And just because somebody else doesn't like how they're painting it, they're trying to influence that through the city. Now this I object to. I don't like the idea of people getting upset that someone else painting their house in this one way. Uh, they're offended that there's an emoji on it. <laughs> Unless the emoji is like uh, insulting somebody else, then maybe. It's a it's an emoji with googly eyes and a zipper in its mouth. So I, I don't know what that all means. But the Manhattan Beach City Council got an earful from a handful of angry residents who want the owner of a pink house covered with two giant emojis to remove them. They say the bizarre paint job is a public nuisance and worry that it will bring down property values. I'm just glad it's I, I don't live in that area because I don't know what I'd, what I'd do if I was trying to paint my house in some way and then some people can complain to the city council because they don't like the way I did something to my house. It's my house. And that's one of the issues here. So just pointing that out. And here's the other one. Oh, by the way, that article was from KCAL 9, CBS Los Angeles. Okay, and this one is, this one, this guy's an idiot. It's from the New York Post. Beverly Hills realtor busted for breaking into celebrity homes. A Beverly Hills real estate agent and another man are accused of burglarizing homes of celebrities, including Usher and Adam Lambert, often during open houses in Tony, Tony, that's a, that's a thing. In Tony, Los Angeles neighborhoods, prosecutors said, real estate agent Jason Emil Yaseli, 32, and Benjamin Etal Ackerman, 33, have been charged with several crimes in connection 
uh, a series of house thefts between 2016 and 2018, according to the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. Prosecutors alleged Yassili directed Ackerman to steal luxury items from more than a dozen homes and sell them to make payments on the real estate agent's credit card. <laughs> Oh man! Through this scheme, the duo allegedly raked in more than half a million dollars. Oh, Ooh, sorry. That's the that's too funny. I didn't. I hadn't. I haven't read that far deep into this when I picked the story up. But oh man, that is funny. So the guy was trying to live the high life. To that's that that tends to that tends to happen in our industry, okay? Salesmen try to look like something that they're not. They try to look all successful and this and that, and they're not. <laughs> look, I like being humble, and I'm not trying to put anyone down that's trying to be that way. I'm just saying, don't go down this road, folks. Please, please. You were that that much into debt that you had to steal from celebrity homes. You risked your entire career for your stupid debt. Well. Have fun in prison. That does it with the news articles I wanted to round up in. I'm telling you, August was a downer month. It's crazy. But there is some good news that I'm able to share. And it has a lot to do with the show altogether. And I'm excited to share that with you now. So two um, two updates. One of them has to do with the book delay. I know I, I around the end of summer, I published a, a book for my Enoch Bellagio series, The Many Misadventures of Enoch Bellagio. You can find the links at my website, www.deonandrosegover.com to find links to the Kindle and the print versions of these books. But the third book, I have delayed it until winter because I had to take off the project for, uh, what, put front and center the project for the Andrew Segovia show to get off the ground and it's almost setting sail. I have some things working in the background that will lead into my second um, announcement. But the book has been delayed, but I'm proud to announce that the Andres Segovia show book will be published early fall. So I guess I'm trying to up the ante and say I'm publishing two books in a year. I am. And as of right now, I can tell you that the Andres Segovia show book is looking to be at least 500 pages. Yeah, when all said and done, that's crazy. You know, it's I, I've been dreaming of this moment. It's been in the works for a long time and now that it might finally see the light of day i'm excited to be able to offer it to get into people's hands so that's the big announcement i wanted to make in that respect the second announcement is the off the record series for uh, for the show so i the extension of this show is on youtube and i always invite youtube subscribers to come check out the podcast because this is where the meat of the show is but on youtube is where i'm able to show you things that i can't exactly describe through a word picture over a podcast but um, I will bridge them a little more because there's some exclusive content that I'm keeping to the YouTube channel that I recommend you follow me there. If you're not subscribed already, subscribe, like, share, and also hit the notification bell so you know when a video comes up because there isn't a set schedule for that just yet because everything's so chaotic. So just uh, please uh, subscribe on YouTube. But the, the thing is, the Off the Record series will only be hosted on my website. I don't want to be fragmenting my show because it's not. Um, but the, the thing is that my Off the Record series is what the heart of the show, of the Music Gova show is because it's about me. Anything that interests me, I can talk about. But I also restrain myself from getting a little too contentious or divisive in some of the things that I said because just like everybody else, we all harbor passionate opinions. And Off the Record is a safe zone for me to be able to vent those things. And that's why I'm inviting by the members only through invite to participate in the show where you'll be able to connect directly with me, where you'll be able to engage on certain things and I, you'll be able to find out just the, how much more there is to the show that this podcast and the YouTube channel only scratch the surface of because there's a lot of content that's never going to see the public domain. It'll only be available for members. So I'm excited about announcing that, including the future plans of the show where I've been making public appearances. And as that schedule is hammered out, you'll hear from me as well. 
Okay, that's it for those two big announcements. So remember, like, share, and subscribe on YouTube if you're not already. Check out the show notes at www.theandrasegovia.com. I should actually get that domain too. I keep saying the Andrasegovia show, but it is my show. Theandrasegovia.com. And I guess that does it for this episode. Enjoy your September. And for all you kids going back to school, stay in school, study hard, and be good. All right, that's it. I'll see you guys on the next episode.